Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favorite program. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax, and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the senior pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore. And ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week, answering emails that come into us at connect at cityradio.sg. This series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee, where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic, which have been covered through the years. We strive to equip you and give you knowledge through this show. Now this episode, hopefully, will do just that. Our first topic is about overcoming sin. Now is there a sin that is unpardonable? If we fall into sin, what do we do and what steps do we take to overcome it? Well, sit back and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Yes, Pastor, today my title of uh, today's uh, topic is called Overcoming Sin. Wow. Yes, it's actually an email. Uh, somebody wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg. By the way, I just love all the emails that are coming in. And it's uh, uh, my friend, Romel. He says, hi, Bernard. Good day. The scripture says, and he, he took it from uh, the Good News Bible, 1 John 5 verse 16. If you see your brother or sister commit a sin that does not lead to death, you should pray to God who will give them life. This applies to those whose sins do not lead to death, but there is sin which leads to death. And I do not say that you should pray to God about that. Oh, wow. And it's from the Good News Bible, this version. Yeah, yeah. So, Pastor, uh, he says, I would like to ask Pastor two things here. Question number one, what are the sins that does not lead to death? And what are sins which leads to death? Question number two, if we commit either one of these sins, how do we overcome it? And then he ends off his email pastor saying, Thank you, Bern, and more power to your program. <laughs> I, just I, like I don't know if this Romel is the same Romel from the Philippines who used to do our drama program. It is the same Romel. Uh, oh, Romel, I, I miss you on many of our shows, you know, our, our uh, Easter Christmas production. I hope to see you soon. You're just such an amazing actor. Amazing, right, Pastor? The amazing. energy he has. Energy! Right? <laughs> energy! Yes, Pastor. Now, he's written in and he's like, he's got questions, Pastor. So, I mean, 1 John 5 and verse 16. Okay, you asked me a very theological question. And as let me say, first of all, when it comes to theological questions, there will be, uh, if you look at different scholars and commentaries, they all will have different opinions on it so oh. let me give you my opinion on this okay 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 right? coffee level is it coffee level, coffee level opinion okay. coffee okay. level opinion uh if you look at one john it says that there is the sin we're talking about one sin yes that leads to death yes if you read the whole bible especially the gospel there's only one such sin that leads to death and the word death over there doesn't just mean a physical death it mm. also implies a death that can actually uh 
cause you to suffer misery in hell. That is the exact meaning of that. Okay. So we are talking about, if you like, an unpardonable sin, a sin that will not be forgiven. Well, there's only one such reference in the gospel or in the entire scripture. If you remember Mark chapter 3, and by this time, Jesus was already doing amazing signs and wonders, healing mm. the sick, casting out demons. And then, you know, one day, the scribes, the religious leaders, they came down from Jerusalem and they accused Jesus. And what did they say? Say, Jesus has Beelzebub, which is another name for Satan. Mm. By the ruler of demons, he cast out demons. So basically, they're calling the works of Jesus Christ the work of Satan. Mm. So Jesus then talked about a house divided will not stand. Romel, you remember I say that that's why unity is so important. Yes. You know, and uh, the only one thing that can destroy a church or destroy a family is disunity. And then Jesus went on this discourse on what is the unforgivable sin or unpunishable sin. Mm. He says in Mark 3 verse 28, Assuredly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they may utter. That means you can blaspheme against Jesus Christ, you can blaspheme against the pastor, you can blaspheme against the church, you can blaspheme against anyone, God will forgive you. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, wow. but is subject to eternal condemnation. Is Mark chapter 3. Verse Mark chapter 3 verse 29. Because they said one thing. They said he has an unclean spirit. That means ascribing the works of God in a church, in a ministry, to death of demons. Ascribing the works of the Holy Spirit to death of demons. So you got to be very careful when you start accusing. You wow. know? And so I always tell people this. You can, you can mock at my name. You can mock at... at you know, the name of Kong He doesn't mean a lot. You can even mock at the name of Christ. And a lot of people mock at Him. Yeah. But when you mock at the Holy Spirit and you ascribe His work to that of Satan, you have crossed a certain line. Wow. And very often when you come to that place, you have crossed the line of, uh, the Bible says you cross the place of repentance. Wow. So it's quite a serious doctrinal thing. It is quite yeah, serious. Yeah, I just... yeah. So every sin can be forgiven and every sin will be forgiven. Jesus himself says that. Except when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. And God's grace will restrain you. So don't worry that easily yeah. blaspheme. No, you usually won't. Yeah. And usually the strange thing is this. The people that blaspheme against the Holy Spirit are usually the religious type. Hmm. It's, so it's not the non-Christians and all that. It's usually the religious type. The, so those who have some knowledge yeah the, the, the very hyper religious type you yeah. know the pharisees the yeah the scribes you know they they may even know the word and all that but they have such a something within them have what on the inside yeah and then god in his mercies and grace would continually woo them and say you know repent don't do this don't say this don't 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 but they shut their ears they shut they harden their hearts and yeah. then they and finally they come to a place where the Bible says they, they missed the place of repentance. They just would not repent and then just God would just give them up mm. and they will bless you against the Holy Spirit. Yeah. In my life, I've seen quite a number of people have done that and usually they have their their life shortened. You know, they yeah they, they go crazy. Wow. They lose their mind. 
And、uh, I've seen that happening. It's, it's quite a scary thing. <laughs> that is scary, Pastor. Yeah, man, the tone of、yeah. this, you know. Yeah. So when when people have blasphemed, the Bible says you don't pray for them. Wow. Because it's they they have overstepped the line. Overstepped the line. Yeah. Mark chapter three, verse and one John five. So it's quite a doctrinal thing. It is、know? a good. Wow. Every other sin will be forgiven. No、okay. matter what you have done. So, Pastor, in his next question, is you commit either one of these sins? I mean, if the blaspheming part is there's、yeah. only one. If you look at one John five, there's only one sin. Fair enough. Only one, which is blaspheming, blaspheming. Against, the, against the Holy Spirit. Oh man! But all other kinds of like you know sins pardonable. All. Yeah, all, all other kinds. Yeah. So nothing, how do we nothing, overcome that?、Pastor? Nothing you have done. Flee. Nothing you have done will cause him to shut the door. Wow! Yeah, this is really some serious doctrinal. Yeah,、question. nothing you have done will will cause God to shut the door. So if you are a sinner and you never know Jesus Christ,、mm. it's unlikely you will ever blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. That's true. Yeah, the blaspheming against the Holy Spirit part usually is reserved for those that have knowledge of the Scripture. Fair enough. Uh, wow, Romel! <laughs> I hope you, you know today's、uh, question and、uh, today's answer. Yeah. Was so I think that the other one is how do you overcome sins, right? Yeah.、Uh-huh. I think first of all, you need to focus on your righteousness.、Mm. I think you got to realize the grace of God. It is righteousness that is giving you the power and that divine nature that's within you. So focus on on the righteousness of God. Forgive yourself. You know,、mm-hmm. the the more guilt conscious you are, the more you go back to your sin. Yeah. So no matter what you've done, even if you're a work in progress, which all of us are,、mm-hmm. you know, focus on the righteousness of God. And when you sin against God, you know, quickly repent and then forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. And once you have asked God forgiveness, totally forgive yourself. Don't even talk about it anymore. Yes. Of course, sometimes you need to. You need to flee from youthful lust, or you need to flee. You need to do something practical, also. Yes. Like for example, you know, if you play with fire, you can get burnt.、Yeah. So you you got to have some common sense approach to living a life of sanctification as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and each one of us, we know our our threshold of how far we can go before we we trip up. Yeah. So avoid situations where you will trip up easily. Wow. Focus. Know your limits. And why we do, Romel? Don't blaspheme. <laughs> don't blaspheme. <laughs> don't. Don't. I want to leave you today with two verses of scriptures from Second Corinthians chapter five. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new." And verse twenty one says, "For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him." No matter what you have done, God's grace and forgiveness is always available. So draw on that revelation today. How was that episode? The next email comes from a parent. Now this question is big. What is the appropriate level of intimacy for unmarried couples? Now, of course, as Christians, we can all say a definite no to premarital sex. But what happens if there are unmarried Christian couples who have been engaging in premarital sex? What should they do? Now hold up, hold up. No condemnation, okay. We pray that this will set you free. Today's、uh, topic not so、uh, Valentine Day ish.、Mm-hmm. It's called beating temptation. 
Oh. Okay, Pastor, we've, we've handled this topic many, many times. Yes. But uh, this particular listener who was asked to be anonymous is actually a parent. Wow. So she's writing from a parent's point of view. She says, Hi, Pastor. I've been a listener on Coffee with Kong for the past one year. Yes. And it has been an enriching journey and often providing me with the answers to questions that I've always wanted to ask. After listening to your question on premarital sex, I have two questions that I hope you can help me with. Number one, what would be the appropriate level of intimacy for unmarried couples? Number two, what should unmarried couples do if they have been engaging in premarital sex and how to fight off the urge when one is too passionately in love? So, Pastor, uh, I've, uh, you know, wrote back to her and all that and she says that she's a mother of two. Wow. Two. So, she's wondering that that if you can help her with these questions, it would really, really help her in in being a better parent and, of course, helping her to navigate through parenthood. So, she, she leaves off hope to hear a reply from you and I hope to remain anonymous. Absolutely. Yes, um, well, you're a good mother for um, being so concerned about your kids and yes. I, the, I think the fact that you even ask goes to show that you, you want to give them freedom, you do not want to restrict them and you just want to know how far is too far. That's the word, how far is uh, yeah. too far. So definitely premarital sex um, if there's sexual intercourse, for yes. sure that is uh, is prohibited. Yes. So from being alone together, to holding hands, to hugging, to kissing, how far is too far before you reach the prohibition? Mm. Right. Yes. Well, I think first of all, we got to be led by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, because remember, the Holy Spirit is holy, and I think the the guiding principle is do not do anything that would grieve the Holy Spirit. I think you as a mother, you would pray for your uh, kids yeah. and you should sense, you know, from here to the prohibition, when you feel uneasy, I think you should have a talk with uh, your child. You say, you know what, mom loves you, mom uh, is concerned about uh, your happiness and, and mom wants to give you freedom, but I'm really not comfortable. Mm. certain things that I see or I know mm. so the Holy Spirit's guidance is very key is, a, is an important key mm. the second important key would be what what about the social norms you know like what is acceptable in our culture in our society mm. uh, I, I, I gotta say like what is acceptable today it probably would not be acceptable say 20 years earlier yeah. or maybe even 30 years earlier yes so if it is not against the leading of the Holy Spirit in your heart, if it is not against social norm, what is acceptable in your family, mm. in a culture, uh, and the person is not in the realm of prohibition, mm. I think you can you can be more relaxed. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But anytime you don't feel comfortable, I think you should have uh loving heart-to-heart -heart talk with your child. Pastor, because I'm not a parent yet, <laughs> okay. to, to, help, to help better understand, would the heart-to-heart -heart talk, the times that you have the heart-to-heart -heart talk vary if it's either a boy or a girl that you're speaking to? To help parents with daughters, to help parents with boys. 
I I think it depends on the type of relationship you have. Yeah, you know, and I have no problem with mothers talking to sons、mm. or dad talking to daughters. But if it is in a zone of discomfort, then get the, the mother to talk to the daughter, daughter and get the father to talk to the son.、Mm. Fair. <laughs> sounds right. Sounds right. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. But so, then what should、uh, American couples do if they have been engaging? Let Let me say this. Okay, there's this topic is so wide. If、Why? you've been if you've been engaging, then you should stop. I、yes. think that's it's you should repent before God, ask God forgiveness,、mm. don't condemn yourself, receive the the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ to wash your conscience clean,、mm. and then keep a certain distance. Now you got to know this: where you end in a physical relationship is where you're going to continue the next time. Wow. Yeah. For example, if you end by holding hands, you will continue from holding hands onward.、Mm-hmm. If you end by hugging, you will continue with hugging. If you end by kissing, you will continue from where kissing, you know, and so on and so yeah, on. and so forth. Wow. If you、uh, s- start getting naked, you would you will start from there the next time. Wow. Yeah. So you need to if. if You you call this the sexual ladder,、mm. and I think、um, you should probably Google a sexual ladder,、mm. and tell yourself where is the level that is acceptable,、mm. from prohibition, which is totally unacceptable, where is the part that is acceptable,、mm. and you got to backtrack, and、wow. that answers the first question as well. I think for that concerned mom, you should、um, check the sexual ladder. Yeah. And then ask yourself where is a comfortable level, and talk to your child about it. Amen. 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 Pastor, shall we end off by、uh, praying、yes. for、uh, for parents, and also praying for the couples who who are tuning in, and they themselves are questioning how far they've gone. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just pray for all the listeners right now, for all those that are involved in、um, premarital sex. And Lord, I'm very mindful of the fact that those listening may also be、um, married, and perhaps is going on with somebody who is not married, and the relationship is not appropriate. Lord, I just pray that right now the love of God will just move us to godly sorrows and to repentance. And Father, I just pray that those Who are repenting right now, asking you forgiveness, Lord, give them the assurance that there's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ, that the blood of Jesus sprinkled upon our hearts will forgive us, cleanse us, wash us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I bless the listener. I pray that you help us to exercise godly restraint to discipline our fallen human flesh. So that in our lives we'll walk in a way that'll bring glory to you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. For those of you struggling with temptation, especially that of a sexual nature, I want to leave you with a verse from Second Timothy two, verse twenty-two. Very easy to remember. Two, 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 two. It says, "Now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart." May God bless you.
I hope you're enjoying the program so far. Now, if you got a burning question or a topic that you wish to suggest on the show, don't be a stranger. Write in to me at this email address, connect at ctradio.sg. Now, our last email is a big one. It is about being addicted to masturbation. Now, the writer of the email also talks about being addicted to pornography. Is abstinence the cure for this? If you are being trapped in this cycle of addiction, we pray that you be set free and experience supernatural breakthrough and victory over this. Pastor, today I have an email and it's a pretty long email. It comes from a person who actually gave his name but with the contents of the email, probably I won't read his name out. Okay, okay sure, Pastor sure, sure. wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg. Okay, I named the topic addiction. But actually, Pastor, the topic is called masturbation. Oh, it says, Dear Pastor Kong and Bernard, ah, thank you for the biblical and practical insights week after week on the various topics. They have definitely been a great blessing to many people. For myself personally, it is always a positive experience to listen and have either my mindset renewed or changed after hearing Coffee with Kong. Today, I would like to highlight the topic which is more closely related to males that is on masturbation. I understand a few years ago, Pastor Kong wrote a blog entry and he wrote it there. The title is What's Up With Masturbation? Highlighting when masturbation is not right. And he does a quick recap. Number one, pornography. Number two, compulsive masturbation. Number three, resentment in spouse. My question is in respect with the first two points as I find it more applicable to me. Firstly, I find it hard to do so without pornography. I understand there are key verses highlighting that that it is wrong to watch porn. He highlights 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18 to flee from sexual immorality. He he highlights Exodus 20 14 that you shall not commit adultery. He also highlights Matthew 5 verse 28. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So his email continues, Pastor. Therefore, I would like to ask, what should I do? Should I abstain? If I'm addicted to it, what should I do to practically get out of it? Lastly, I understand the basic that if doing an action pricks my conscience and ability to face God, I shan't do it. But if my conscience is no longer affected by it, Thank you once again for the awesome Coffee with Kong episodes on City Radio every week. Yours sincerely, I can't say his name, Pastor. Yeah. But he's, he left his name here. It's, yeah, it's, don't, it's don't say his name. Personal email. And yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a brave, brave email. Thank you so much for your bravery. Thank you so much for your courage in writing. And um, I don't even know who you are because I, I don't want to see it. And even though you put down your name, I think it, there's no need for us to mention a name. I think the content of your email is important. Yes. And it is a struggle among men. And in fact, some surveys have gone to show that as, as high as 50% of all men masturbate. And that includes figures in and outside the church. And it has been exacerbated by the fact that the internet pornography is so available to mm. all of us today. I guess what I want to say is this, as in every addiction, as in every addiction, the more you do it, the harder it is to break. As mm. in every addiction, the more you do it, the more your conscience becomes numb to it. 
And that is why, while the conscience is a good guide, the Bible says a conscience can be seared. That means it can be damaged out of shape. It can mm. be warped. And so, because of that, you cannot just go on conscience alone. You must go by the standard and the principles of God's word.、Mm. And you rightly focused on all the things that you wrote. You probably read my blog very carefully.、Mm. You know, pornography was not mentioned in the Bible, but all the principles relating to sexual lust, immorality in our mind, they they are applicable to the habit and to the addiction to porn.、Mm. So, having said that, how to be free from that? I think first of all, you got to realize that, just like any temptation, there's no temptation that is uncommon to men, and this is one temptation that is very common.、Uh, if, if the survey is right, one in two men masturbates, you know. And so, the thing here is that with every temptation, God provides a way of escape, so that we can be free from it.、Mm-hmm. And you got to find that way of escape. And again. The way I've escaped, I'm gonna give you the boring basics. First of all, is the Word of God. You just got to cleanse your mind, cleanse your soul with the Word, with Scripture. Meditate on it. How shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed according to your Word?、Mm. Then pray, especially in this respect, praying the Scripture, praying the Word of God cleanses your soul. And then.、Um, Third, in very important way, staying accountable. Stay accountable to a body. That's why we have body systems in 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 the church.、Mm. Stay accountable to a body, to somebody who has gotten victory over it. You know, and and tell the person, be very open. You know, I'm struggling with this. I I I need a breakthrough. You know, please pray for me. And the fourth thing is, as you try to get over the addiction. Don't bash yourself up whenever you fail. It, it will take a while, but you know, just just pick yourself up and try overcome it again. God's grace is sufficient for you.、Mm. So what I just said, the four things: number one, the Word of God; number two, praying, especially praying the Scripture; number three,、uh, staying accountable to a buddy、mm. who has overcome it successfully; and number four is. Don't live under guilt. Don't be guilt conscious about it. You know, and masturbation,、uh, especially if it's linked to pornography, is a problem.、Mm. But it is not the biggest problem in the whole world. You know, for your life, get over it, and and you will. So if you just faithfully try your best in those four areas, eventually you will overcome. Wow. <laughs> wow, Pastor. <laughs> I think I I think that's、uh, that's the best answer I could give. Yes, yes, yes. Ah,、uh, so it's it to recap. It's ah、uh, the word of the God. Word of God. Prayer. Prayer. You got to have a body system. Yeah. Somebody who you can account to and somebody、yeah. who has overcome it. Yeah. And last but not least, ah,、uh, trying not to bash yourself so hard. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't walk under guilt. Guilt. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Pastor, what a topic. Hot seat. Hot seat. Is it considered hot? It is hot seat because. You know,、uh, yet it's not so hot、mm. because this is a common problem that all guys would, most guys, they struggle with. Yeah, yeah. So, 
<laughs> I, I remember for the blog, I suffered a lot of flag from it. Especially from the West. Did you? I got hammered. Some pastors in Europe, in America, were really upset by the article. They think that I'm endorsing it. I'm, I'm not endorsing. I don't endorse pornography. I don't endorse addiction. I don't endorse uh, anything that will harm the marriage. Mm. Yeah. I'm just trying to take the sting out of a problem, a common temptation among mm. guys. Mm. Because the more guilty you feel, there are two reactions. Either you totally, if you feel so guilty about it that you try to rationalize it away, or rationalize. Yeah, or you just feel so defeated mm. that you become spiritually, morally immobilized. Yeah. And then you totally just cripple yourself. Yeah, just cripple yourself. Just live in perpetual guilt. And in fact, the more guilty you feel, mm. the more power any addiction will have over you. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Pastor. Amazing. Thank you so much for answering this email. Uh, and uh, continue to write in to us, connect at cdradio.sg. And this person really was very, very transparent. And yeah. Very brave. To Thank you in. so much for writing. It's, yeah. It takes a very brave uh, man. Pastor, I would before we end can we pray for this person yeah can we pray for this person yes yes oh thank you jesus thank you lord that in you there are more than enough grace and mercy and strength to overcome every temptation jesus you have said in your word that you are tempted at all points as we are mm. jesus you're 100 god yet you're 100 man and you will have tempted in this same area but yet you didn't sin. So you provided an example for us. If you can have a way out, we will experience the victory too. I pray for my brother. I pray for all those listening in that has an addiction to some sexual areas in their lives that is causing them to feel guilty, is causing them to feel defeated. I pray right now that the spirit of grace will come upon us. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and strengthen us. Help us to walk in holiness. Sanctify our mind according to your truth. And your word is truth. Come and lead us in the way of victory so that we can look back at this season of our lives and say, well, by the grace of God, we have overcome. So bless my brother and bless all the men and women listening in who have this addiction or some other addiction that they'll be strong in the word, they'll be strong in prayer, they'll, be, they'll stay accountable to a Christian body in their cell group or in the church, and they will not walk under guilt, knowing that they're covered by the blood in Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I commit my brother into your loving hands, in Jesus' name, amen. I want to leave you with this verse from 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And it says, No temptation has overtaken you, except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cdradio.sg Connect at cdradio.sg To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg www.chc.org.sg Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at P.S. Kong Hee at P.S. Kong Hee God bless you and stay safe.